Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of Brightcast by Shipwright. Uh, this week's edition, Holly and I are going to desperately try to record uh, an episode regarding Haley and John's wedding. And uh, we're, we're, we're facing a deadline here because Hurricane Henri, Henri is uh, about to hit New England. And uh, we are due to go down to Andros to Small Hope Bay Lodge, which we talked about in our last episode. And so uh, we're going to try and uh, get this out to you so we can make our Saturday deadline, maybe push to Saturday afternoon, but we try to do it. I also wanted to just say a shout out uh, to thank you. We've been picking up listeners all over the place uh, from different generations and from Haley and John's wedding, but also uh, I just was looking at analytics and Obviously, we've got listeners in the United States. Thank you very much. And the Czech Republic. Well, yeah, because we talked about that. Uh, in the Bahamas, of course, because we talked about that. Also, Switzerland. I'm sure it has to do with my roommate from college, Mike Adams. Love you, buddy. And But now we've also got Germany. Check this out. Poland, Greece, Canada, Costa Rica, and those crazy Norwegians. Somebody's from a couple of people. Let's say it's a bunch of people. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. A bunch of people from Norway. I've got a bunch of my Norwegian friends, so thank you very much. Anyway, we're glad you're here. Uh, hope you enjoy this. Welcome aboard. Please tell your friends. And if you like it, uh, let us know. You can leave us a voicemail, and we're going to, well, at some point in time, I'll probably publish or the, an episode with some of the voicemails that we get. Uh, but also, if you could uh, leave a review on the iTunes podcast, that would be great. Um, but anyway, thank you for being here. Look forward to having you aboard. Well, it's happy hour. We're having cheese and crackers. <laughs> Holly and I are sitting here. and uh, I'm drinking a spritza. A, a spritza. A spritza. A spritza. Um, and I am having a uh, vodka and tonic, but sugar-free. Because we went to an, I went to a nutritionist. Holly came along uh, to... Uh, for moral support, and uh, I did not realize that in a uh, bottle, you know, like your regular yeah. liter or whatever of of regular tonic water, it has like 147 percent of daily yeah. input of sugars. I had no idea. Basically, there's more sugar in tonic water than there is in Coca Cola. Yeah. Which I knew there was a lot of sugar in tonic water. It was deceptively high in sugar, but until we were talking to your nutritionist. And we both I were, didn't realize how we high it away. was. Uh, yeah, but I learned something. We're not here to talk about nutrition. What we are here to talk <laughs> about is uh, we wanted to do a special segment uh, following up on uh, on Haley and John's wedding. Uh, it was a great day, but there was so much to it, and we thought, you know, many of you have gone through the same thing, and many of you will be planning for your daughter's wedding or your son's wedding. Mainly daughter's wedding, I guess, because that's really where the the uh, the responsibility falls in a traditional sense. We thought we'd talk about the wedding only because uh, there was a lot to say about it. It was a wonderful day, but there's so it much. It was a great that, weekend. Well, it was just a great a day. weekend. You're right. It was a good weekend. But we but there's so much that went into it. We thought we would talk about it, and it's uh, we have respect for all of you who have gone through it and all of you who are going to go through it. But we just wanted to give a chat and some shout outs and uh, give our impressions on on what makes a successful wedding. Oh boy. Yeah. What makes a successful wedding? Well. Well, 
uh, a lot of prior planning. Yes, of course. Yes, pre-planning is important. Haley did a good job of planning and organizing, and really. Um, I, I agree. I her, give her. I give her, her the ducks in a row. Yeah, she, quack, you know, quack, daughter quack, Haley quack, quack. really came through and showed why she's so successful at her job uh, because she was so well organized. And but I have to give a shout out to John because he understood his role, and his role was to just say. You bet, Haley. Whatever you want to do, I'm in. The The funniest part was uh, John was mowing the lawn of our friend's property where the reception was being held. So he was he was in charge of making sure... It was that, like a field, not yeah. not like a green lawn. This is like a gigantic yeah. field. Cut out, you know, all the Queen Anne's lace and bloom. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, it's just gorgeous. I mean, Maine in August, you know, late July, early August is just spectacular. Mm -hmm. And and so John was, uh, was coming up and... And, and doing the lawn mowing and our 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 hosts, Charlie and Gail Willauer, Charlie was talking to John and John said, can you give me directions get directions again? And he joked and Charlie said, Well, it's on your your wedding website. Pause. John <laughs> goes, We have a website <laughs> Which which I think explains perfectly yeah, how well he knew exactly what I to know. do and when and where. But uh, that was funny. Yeah. When you talk about weddings, people have such high expectations. They want it to be the perfect day. And and oftentimes, to me, it seems like people put on unrealistic expectations of perfection. And the reality is, in any human endeavor, you'll never have perfection. You can get really close to it, but it, it's a human endeavor. And that means there are going to be errors. And the question is not if you have errors. The question is, how do you deal with the errors mm -hmm. when they arise? And I think... Hey, as in life. As in not life. Not just weddings, but life. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, and the thing is with a wedding, there are so many details to attend to. Mm -hmm. um, it's like eating an elephant. And when you look at it, it's like, how the hell am I... I hate elephant, by the way. Eat... Ugh. Oh, God. Too okay. tough. I'm going to have to get something else for dinner. Sorry, <laughs> Maybe get some zebra. <laughs> because that... Well, that's okay, because uh, the next series we're going to be doing, South Africa. Hey. Anyway, so, um, uh, you know, it's like eating an elephant. And, and how do you do that? Well, it's one bite at a time. And if you think about the big project of planning a wedding, it can just feel overwhelming and depressing and I can't do this, it's too much. You know, if you just do it in doable doses. Yeah. I think though, even as much as, um, as much as you can plan and, and organize and all that, um, there's still, it's still as stressful. I mean, I, I can speak from experience. Um, how was your wedding? Uh, my wedding was fantastic. Um, it was a great destination wedding and Key West. It was fabulous. I think people are still talking about how great it was. Um, it was very you guys simple. Weren't wearing any clothes? It was no. It was on. We were wearing clothes. <laughs> it was on the beach, but we kept it simple. But here's one thing too: is knowing, knowing your guests, knowing your uh, spouse. I remember we we actually postponed our wedding for about a year because when we were trying to organize it, we were also working on sailboats, and we were out for a week at a time. And it was so stressful trying to get things organized. And it was before we had, you know, cell phones and wireless internet. And so we had no communication with anybody when we were out on the boats. 
until you got back in and you plugged in your computer and the thing went. Well, and then, like that scene in the proposal when she goes yeah, into the, the, yeah, the internet cafe, cafe and she's looking around. What is that yeah. noise? Yeah, so we ended up postponing it because it was too stressful trying to get things done while we were out. And so um, then when we did um, we did go forward with it, I remember asking um, asking Donnie like, okay, what what do you want to be participating in? Because it was, the stress too was like me trying to get decisions from him and him not wanting to, like it was met with great, um, great stress, I guess. Silence. Uh, Silence. Yeah. And so, so I said, okay, let's discuss the the rules of this game. What do you want to be involved in? And what he wanted to be involved in was the cake and the music. He didn't give a shit about anything else. (laughs) So I was like, okay, I will, I will make I decisions on anything else. So yeah, it was great. So he chose the cake flavors. He, we chose the playlist together. And so knowing your guests is an important thing as well because I remember in ours, um, we were both foodies and very much into like the lamb popsicle. The, what are those called? Lamb lollipops and all the like sort of gourmet foods and. And we, we started talking about really fantastic menu. We were going to splurge on the food. And then I remember we were talking about this uh, at his parents' house and his dad joking and saying, oh, I think we're going to have to go to McDonald's before the ceremony. And there was that to me spoke volumes because he comes, his family were very simple eaters. From and, Jersey. From Jersey. And so. What exit? So we ended up. Uh, no, they're in a pretty, really beautiful Ugh. southern Jersey area. That is the I know, I know it dish. is. I know. So, um, so yeah. So we decided uh, when that comment was made, like, you know what? We don't. We're spending all this money on food. We want people to enjoy it. So we ended up doing our theme of food was cheeseburger in paradise. Nice. It was cheeseburgers, grilled chicken sandwiches, fancy truffle fries. Sweet potato fries. Back before truffle um, fries were a thing. <laughs> yeah. And it was, it, was, it was great. Everybody loved it. And we saved money on food and spent more on booze. Had more of an open bar. Well, <laughs> let's go, which, which so, leads us back to Haley's this isn't, Yeah, this isn't about my wedding. It's about but Haley's wedding. I wanted wedding. your perspective. Yeah, thank you. And, but it was very, very stressful. I remember the weekend of the wedding. I was stressed out of my mind, even though it was a very basic wedding outside on the beach. Um, and so I know Haley started experiencing some some stress too, but she handled it well, and um, I think she did a great job. I think um, you know if I could go back in time, uh, one of the things she did was rent everybody singing share in their head right now. If only you knew the words. Uh, well, it's <laughs> um, been a long day. But anyways. Uh, if I could go back in time uh, to the day where she says, I think to save money, I'm going to just rent the, the equipment and we can rent a U-Haul and we can just do it ourselves. Mm. I would be like, uh, no, uh, 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 we're just going to save our pennies and do whatever we have to do to pay for that because that's just insane. That was... Which What was insane? So we... we um, Haley- what Holly's referring to is that 
Haley was planning the wedding and getting the logistics taken care of. You know, you had the tent people, they brought some tables and they did the dance floor, but then you had to have somebody. All the small stuff, all the, the dishes, the glasses, the napkins, linens. the table linens, the glasses, the uh, oh. utensils. Oh, yeah. um, there was a barbecue grill. There was so, all kinds of high top tables, and because of COVID, oh, with with this, the crush of um, of people doing these weddings, yeah, um, the uh, event place did not have the ability to deliver or pick up. So that left somebody, hello, uh, to uh, to somebodies, to somebodies. That's right. Oh yeah, <laughs> us we, bodies, us bodies, <laughs> uh, to rent a U-Haul. Load the stuff up. We did have some help. Yeah, we had the guys from the place. But we had to load it. And then drive uh, the U-Haul up, unload it. We had some help there. And then, of course, during cleanup, reload it and then deliver it back. But let me tell you what. pain in the arse. Right up the arse. (laughs) It was, I spent, I spent lots of time. I think I could, I could become a, I could work on that loading dock and, I, I know, I can still envision how every single piece was loaded into that truck. It was like a puzzle. Let's talk about uh, the day itself, mm-hmm. the rehearsal dinner mm-hmm. and then the mm-hmm. day itself. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to take a break right here so that we can have a word from our sponsor. Hey everyone, here's a quick word from Anchor.fm, which is one of my sponsors. They provide me the tools to keep this broadcast free. Thank you. All right. So, uh, we have gotten up there on the Friday before the wedding. We've unloaded all of the gear. Holly was, um, really doing over and above the call of duty. Um, and I just want to say a quick word about this. So, uh, Holly is my partner. I call her my wife equivalent. Uh, we are not married. Oh, we're going on seven years, though. This October to be seven S- years. Seven years. It seems like just yesterday. Do you have an itch? <laughs> <laughs> that you use an ointment for? Oh, my God. By the way, kids, that is a dad bingo. Right there. This woman is whacked. I use an ointment. Oh, dad bingo. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Oh, Lord save me. Uh, the wedding service was actually held at All Saints by the Sea in Southport. And I'll that was a really pretty location. I had never been there before. Classic. So beautiful. Summer, main chapel. And it's where you got married to Haley's mom. It, it, it is. I and where Haley was baptized, right? It was, and where her brother, Shippy. Mm-hmm. That's uh, right. Where I, I, baby we, I did lose a son. Mm-hmm. Uh, my ex-wife and I lost a son to sudden infant death syndrome. Mm-hmm. And his yeah, ashes were scattered off in the church. So that is, it is a solemn place. Yeah. And, it, and it's a place that has great meaning for, uh, uh, yeah. I think, both Haley's mother and myself. Yeah. And, and your whole family, And the whole the family. It was very and sweet Haley. because Toby, your son, your, old, your older, oldest son, Toby, um, brought... Brought while we were waiting for the bridesmaids and all the women to arrive before the ceremony, he brought Teddy over to the Teddy bench. Teddy is his son, yes, my, his our son. grandson. Yep. He brought Teddy over to the bench to explain to him. Teddy's two, so he doesn't understand too much, but um, it uh, it was very, very sweet. And I did get a, a couple pictures, which maybe we can post one of them on that. there. Yeah. Um, but that was very sweet. So, anyways, 
So we went yes. down for the, to the church and yep. you know went through. So one of the things that Haley did, uh, which was a brilliant move, was she hired a wedding coordinator for the day for both for the rehearsal weekend. dinner for the weekend. Yeah, rehearsal dinner. It's uh, I'll look it up. It's Dragonfly Services. Mm-hmm. Her name is Sarah Karen. She was fantastic. She, she did a great was job. awesome. She was actually behind Haley by a year or two at Wheaton College. Um, and uh, she was magnificent. Mm-hmm. So she was mm-hmm. of the age of all the groomsmen and the bridesmaids. So when she spoke, they listened to her. Yeah. And as she's anyone fantastic. has gone through a rehearsal, when <laughs> Haley was first starting to plan it and she gave me the timeline, I was like, oh no, Haley, you need to expand this like by an hour. Because right. every it's all the energy. Everybody's yeah. down there. They're chatting. You know, trying to get their attention is tough. Yeah. Um, uh, but so she did add on a lot of time. So yeah. my advice to any of you planning weddings is like with a rehearsal dinner uh, or the rehearsal, add on add double time. the amount yeah. of time you yeah. think you need. Yeah, you need extra time yeah. to plan. So things. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah was, great. was awesome she the whole did a weekend. Great job. So and then um, of course uh, for a rehearsal dinner, mm-hmm. the groom's uh, parents uh, usually sponsor that. That's mm-hmm. the traditional way and. Uh, John's parents, Craig and Mary, did a wonderful job. We ate at a little place in Booth Bay that only does events. And, you know, it was the lobsters, the clams. Oh, they're only doing events right now, though, because of COVID, right? Because it's like a, it looks like a full-on restaurant. I know, but they're only doing... But it said closed for a special event. So, anyways, it's cool. It's like a ship inside. And uh, it's really neat. It's very sort of eclectic and not... Not local uh, beer and wine was yeah. served, and yeah, that uh, was neat. And then everybody, of and course, lobsters, oh, yeah, and steak, yeah, and tenderloin, and yeah, like yeah. traditional surf and turf main style, so as it should be with your lobsters, your wicked and lobsters. oysters. It would not oh. be a bright family event if there weren't oysters. The brights yeah. eat oysters like nobody I've ever could seen. Sucked down in <laughs> moments. So, uh, and then of course you have the wonderful toasts that are made by everyone. Mm-hmm. So, but I want to just address this. And and Haley's bridesmaids and groomsmen are all listening. And I did hear a comment from somebody else who'd been at a wedding just recently. So, if you're going to make a toast at a rehearsal or um, at a wedding, for God's sakes, please, do not read it off your iPhone. You know what, it, you, it, you, if, just let it come from your heart. Speak extemporaneously. Don't, I, I just watched everybody looking down at their phones, uh, reading off. Well, of, in all fairness with Tukey though, Tukey's Haley's sister, she, um, she was reading a poem that Haley had written when she was like, very young about a fight with her and and so that was very, very so I can sweet. I can get that if you're reading and her like friends something. too were like taking turns I mean it's just it's the modern I have to I have to like I'm gonna have to rebut that because <laughs> it's the modern day I get your butt note notebook you know it's like back in the day before there were phones uh, smartphones you would have a note and you would pull out your piece of paper your three by five and cards. Re- or your three by five cards and you would read the paper so people don't really do that now no. so in fairness to them but they're let, not like perusing Facebook let, let me just say, <laughs> let me just say this about they're reading that their notes. the best public speakers I've seen like I worked uh, for Angus King uh, governor of Maine now a senator but Angus would always, if he had to give a speech, 
it would literally grab like an envelope, make a couple of bullet points, and he would just riff off of that. And, and the best public speakers know the points they want to make and can look at the crowd, make eye contact, speak from the heart. Uh, so I, I, that's what I wanted to say. Okay, I, so you wanna, I agree you with you. You want to my butt. Yeah, because when you're like a maid of honor or a bridesmaid or somebody else that's close to somebody in the wedding party, you might not have public speaking comfort. And so not everybody is that's like you who has their own podcast who loves to speak. <laughs> there are people out there that... Um, that it, they're very nervous standing up in front of like martinis. A bunch of people. So, so <laughs> cut the kids some slack. Hey. Right. Okay. So, <laughs> anyways, moving on. Moving on. Let us move on. Let us. Move Fabulous on. dinner. Fabulous dinner. Rehearsal went yeah, swimmingly, the, the, and they were wonderful, and and the kids were all great. I really have to the say, the kids were kids. I'm sorry. Well, I was. I guess I was referring to the groomsmen and the bridesmaids. Sorry, I said like those old young guy. kids. Yeah, those young kids. And they're like, yeah, who's the fossil in the corner? And Haley's like, that's my dad. Yeah, that's anyway. my that's my fossil. So let's let's now talk about the actual day of the wedding. So for this part of the episode, uh, I think I'm gonna probably dominate the conversation a little bit because I just want to talk about the day of the wedding, the actual ceremony. You, you, you know, one of the greatest honors. A father can have is to, is to walk his his daughter down the aisle, and uh, you know every father listening to this who's got a daughter knows that you know no matter how old she is, she's still going to be your little girl, and uh, you know walking her down the aisle is a deeply soulful moment that um, I spent a lot of time becoming dehydrated because I was weeping most of the time uh, before I brought her down, but I was so proud of her. And uh, the way uh, Haley wanted it to be was that um, the vans that had brought down the groomsmen and the bridesmaids uh, were up in an upper parking lot because it's this chapel is literally right on the water and you have to park up a little bit up on a hill and then walk down a path to the chapel. She wanted me to see her for the first time uh, at the top of the path on the hill. And uh, so I got the word come up, Haley's ready for you. And I walked up there and uh, the ladies who were driving the vans kind of opened the door and there was my, my little girl. You know, there was my daughter who looked absolutely radiant and stunning and absolutely amazing and I just it sucked the air right out of my chest I started to get all weepy she gave me a card so I opened this beautiful little envelope and inside of it was a handkerchief an embroidered handkerchief and it said dad to dry your tears today as you've always dried mine thank you for all you have taught me I will always be your little girl. I love you, Haley. And then 8-7-21, the date of the wedding. Well, you know, right at that point, it was like turning on the the faucet. And uh, it's a special moment and one I'll never forget. So I walked her down the, the path and into the church. And uh, it was a small service of, because of COVID and stuff. So just immediate family, uncles and aunts, and uh, walked her down the aisle 
She looked radiant. John, her husband, was up there with his best man and looked handsome as always, but he's also one of the most kindest people you'll ever meet. He teaches uh, uh, special needs students, which tells you what you need to know about his character of nurturance and patience. So, uh, you know, gave her a kiss, handed uh, her hand to John, gave him a hug and a kiss on the cheek, and, uh, and off to the races we went. The service went great. Uh, old family friend, Reverend Kit Sherrill presided, and uh, it was seamless. And then it was time to party. Okay, so everybody uh, uh, at the end of the uh, wedding service, uh, Haley and John rang the bell at the chapel, and people loaded up back into the vans, except for John and Haley. Uh, and we drove back to our friend Charlie and Gail Willauer's property up in Edgecombe, uh, where everyone who had been invited to the wedding was waiting at the, for the reception. John and Haley arrived by boat, mm -hmm. and uh, their uh, uh, Haley's mother had arranged for a bagpiper to uh, pipe them aboard. And uh, and Charlie and Gail led everybody in a little toast down at the point of land, mm -hmm. and we all walked up the hill to this beautiful tent uh, where uh, the reception was held. Yeah, it was, was it was great. It, what an amazing setting and such a beautiful place to have a wedding reception. And I love the fact too that the tent was just the the top of the event tent. It it didn't have the sides on it like you would do if it was like, you know, raining and or cold out or whatever. It was just the top of the tent, which was great because yeah. with COVID, I mean, everybody. Or, or most everybody was vaccinated, um, but it was nice to be um, to have that open air just as an extra precaution. Um, it was a beautiful setting. Yeah, beautiful night. You know, before we get too far, I, I do want to just give um, a shout out to both the bridesmaids and groomsmen who did a wonderful job and were there to support John and Haley. And for the bridesmaids, Charlotte, Tori, Taylor, Nina, Kelsey, Molly Stackhouse, Molly Steenland. Katie, Sarah, Tuki, Maya. The groomsmen were Jason, James, Lavelle, William, Brendan, John, Toby, Sumner, and Willie. They all were uh, in fine form and a mm -hmm. handsome group of guys. Yeah. So, and women. The women, women all looked beautiful. Yeah. So and the men all looked very handsome. We had great catering done. I had uh, uh, bought wine and beer over mm -hmm. a period of months. There's, there's a tip. You know, as part of your planning... If you pay for everything all at once, it's first of all, all weddings are expensive. It's a lot of money. But if you have to pay for it all at once, it'll it'll break you. Yeah. You know. So, yeah, so you bought you you bought the bar, and in New uh, Hampshire, and I started in January. Yeah. In New Hampshire, there's no sales tax, so you were able to work with the liquor um, store and find out when there were some sales and stuff on the certain wines that you were wanting to get on. Um, of course, the state of Maine frowns upon big liquor buys out of state, well, bringing them up. Oh, yeah. This wasn't that big, though. It's a private event, for crying out loud. Cut us some slack, the state of Maine. <laughs> Give us a break, would you? Live, for your die, New and, Hampshire. Oh, jeez. That's all. That, listen, live, that free, and die. That is our motto, Yes, it is live, free, and die in New Hampshire. Or we, die. Live, free, or die. Yes, live, free, or die. <laughs> only because we only have one cell tower. It doesn't fit on the license plate. You are not nice. I don't know. I know. 
Anyway, so we, and, and then of course we had that signature cocktail that we talked about in a previous episode, and uh, that was delicious. That was a big hit. But I gotta say, I think uh, the food was great, the toasts were great, but the music. Mm. Let's talk about the live entertainment. Tell us shall about the live we? entertainment, Holly. So the band. What do they call? The, what do they call themselves? Well, there's usually wait, 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 wait. No, they called themselves the though, Plantains. The Plantains. The Plantains played. And um, it was Haley's younger brother, Sumna, and Sumner. Yeah. Sumna, Sumna. Um, so Sumner and his band, and they are normally very famous rockers here in New Hampshire. <laughs> um, but they they started you know college band yeah. planes and some was at UNH called planes they were playing at Stone Church and they did a little tour and then COVID happened and you know everything changed like like what does with the whole rest of the world yeah. but they don't normally do covers or weddings but they did amazing the music <laughs> was great as soon as they started playing everybody got up and yeah. started dancing they were entertainers they sang awesome they played beautifully Haley had bought them these sequin uh, jackets green and, right and, I think they're and, green no they're sequin. all multicolored. oh okay yeah and and, and, and wigs so yeah they were in these uh, that was oh my God, it was, was so, so fun and then you got up a un- surprise unbeknownst to everybody except I did spill the beans to Toby which isn't like me I don't normally do that but I did spill the beans to Toby and Sumner's older brother yeah and um but you had gone and practiced a song with the guy, oh, yeah. so that you could get up and and play a song. I got blisters on my fingers. Yeah. And one of John's uncles uh, came up to me. He says, "He goes, man. He, you know, says, you know, the sign of a good party is when the band plays and everyone is up yeah. dancing." And it was it, it was, was so fun. I wished everybody wished that they had played longer. To be honest, but here's the thing too. Having seen the band play at like Stone Church in Newmarket, mm-hmm. New Hampshire, which is a very you know landmark, legendary, place. yeah. Um, having seen them there the first time, I personally saw them play live was at Stone Church, and like they came on at you know they're supposed to come on at nine, and they came on at like ten or whatever, and it was like there oh, were the other bands, stars. other bands that played before them, that people were into it, but as soon as they started playing. Like everybody was on the their feet and like they rushed, rushed the, the stage. stage. It was, it was like they're great musicians. They really are. So that was they're fantastic. Really. So was I, so I have fun. to say, so all my kids are jocks. You know, they all played lacrosse and uh, uh, sports, uh, field hockey and soccer, whatever. And uh, and Sumner, he played. You know, he did the lacrosse thing, but you know, you could tell his his heart wasn't in it, and he decided he wanted to learn the guitar. Mm-hmm. I play the guitar a little bit, and I tried to teach him, but I suck at teaching. Um, so he got some lessons, and and within literally a month or two, he was, and I've been playing since I was thirteen. He had blown past me, and oh, yeah, he is great. probably one of the finest guitar players mm-hmm. I've I've ever met. Yeah. But he's also got it's it's like he's the youngest child, and when he's around. All of his uh, brothers and sisters. He, he, he is funny. He can banter. He can hold his own. Uh, he's quiet. But man, when he gets up on that stage, he is leaping off yeah. of amps. He's like yeah. this. Uh, he's very hesitant to play in front of the family when it's just us. He doesn't usually want to play. But when he plays with I'm his not band, a monkey. And when he plays with his band, he is, he's the quintessential performer who a lot of performers are that way. 
not just musicians, but comedians or whatever, you know, actors and whatnot. They're very quiet, reserved. And then they, they get on stage and they start doing their craft and they just blossom and that's that's Sumner for sure yeah. it was awesome awesome show very, very proud of you Sumner yeah good so show. It, it it went off great mm-hmm. it, it was one of those days where you strive for perfection you're afraid that you're setting unrealistic expectations and actually yeah. you did I think it was them. pretty darn close to perfect the yeah. weather was great the ceremony was beautiful the the reception was amazing. Like I, the I, grandsons uh, Finn and Bodie Davis yeah. did a fabulous yeah. job. We didn't. I didn't see them. Did you see them come down? Come down. Well, oh, uh, you didn't see. Them. Yeah, but that's right because you were with Haley waiting right. to come down. I did see them come down, and um, they were just so cute. And then you did know, Finn Teddy, throw the ring? Ah, uh, so during I don't rehearsal, think Finn, Finn threw was the ring. throwing. I honestly the can't remember. Ring. Okay, he probably didn't. I was a little nervous, so I, you know, I. I I was sitting in the front row. Yes, you were. And I, I don't know. That Place of honor. should have been. But I, I was very honored. You and, were asked. And I, I was asked. And I felt very respected. By Haley's mom. Yep. And, and myself. And the, yeah. So. Um, so Finn and then Teddy was the flower the, boy. Yeah. Teddy came, <laughs> Teddy came down. And the boys did fine. You know, and the wedding coordinator did say, look, with kids, you never know what's going to happen. And so let's just go all with the go flow. With it. Because during the rehearsal... As you started saying, Finn like came up the aisle and then just chucked the little pillow that would have been holding the rings, and so of course that got a big laugh. So that it was like, oh, I'm gonna do that. But honestly, I I can't remember now. I mean, you, you're like sitting there trying to soak it all in and everything, and I I honestly can't remember if he threw yeah. it or not. Well, yeah, you know, I I, I want to thank uh, John's parents. Uh, Craig and Mary for uh, and their family for the support they've given uh, the wonderful rehearsal dinner but just you know they were so gracious mm-hmm. and so lovely they're really nice people very I nice like them people. very much I want to thank you know my sister flew up from Philadelphia mm-hmm. Margo mm-hmm. Mago I'm so thrilled and grateful that you came up and then of course all of John's uh, friends and Haley's friends yeah uh, and shout out too to Haley's mom she did yeah. she 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 went through a lot helping Haley prepare and doing everything and um and she was very gracious towards me and um so kudos to yeah, her for that. Absolutely. Sarah did a uh Sarah did a wonderful job working with Haley and helping Haley with some of the details and and the three of us actually working as a team which was a wonderful thing and yeah. I think Haley really appreciated. Yeah. So great job. Congratulations, Congratulations. John and Haley. Yep. And, and thank you well to the Will Hours for the uh, place yep. to have the reception. I would just say, you know, at the end of it, coming back to the 5,000-foot level, um, start your planning early. Get a great uh, wedding planner that will help you deal with the details. And I'm going to put on my uh, the Brightcast's uh, Facebook page a link to Dragonfly Services. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did a fabulous job. They were affordable. Uh, but they really, uh, Sarah and her mother, Wendy, uh, run the company. But they do a fantastic job. And that is money truly well spent. Yeah, yep. Uh, Even if you don't have one um, for the majority of the time and you do like Haley did where she organized everything herself and then just hired the coordinator for the weekend to take care of all those details during the weekend so that Haley could enjoy her weekend. Exactly. Because otherwise, that would have been a huge stress for her. So even if you want to do everything yourself, and then you want to have somebody just for that weekend who understands your vision and and understands how weddings 
happen. And it's a million happen. details. And so, yeah, I mean, th- that was a great thing. At some point, you just need to be able to uh, sit back and enjoy the moment. And, mm-hmm. and actually, uh, uh, a friend of mine, Kathy Douglas, uh, shared with me what her father said, is that during, during the day, during the reception, stand back and just soak up for the moment mm-hmm. everything that's going on because uh, this sort of love uh, this great feeling of community of connection you know we don't often get it in our lives mm. uh, especially the, these days these days but sit back and... and really just enjoy it all yep. so we hope speaking for Holly and myself we hope that if you're going to be having a wedding uh, that it is a wonderful joyful day you know, mm-hmm. give yourself a break. Don't put so much pressure yeah. on yourself. Enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy and enjoy even if even if there's mishaps, things happen, or there's not enough flowers, or you run out of something, or somebody is late, or whatever. It's like just just let it go. Wing it. Let it go and enjoy it. Yeah. And this is your day. This is like the, one of the biggest days of your life. Yeah. You know, and so enjoy every moment. Mm-hmm. So, uh, John Haley. To the groomsmen and the uh, bridesmaids, uh, to all of the people that helped make this happen, to Haley's mom, Sarah, uh, to Holly, I will say, uh, because she did a lot of the heavy lifting, let me tell you that. (laughs) Um, Thank you all so much for the team work that went into this. Uh, Loved it. Uh, Oh, and by the way, Haley, um, Franklin wanted me to say... um, Oh, my God. ...that he... He, he was going to leave a little something special in your bed. He was going to he was going to give you Haley's a little gone. shit. <laughs> Did he? Jesus. I wonder. He was not happy. Because he was he not was allowed. Left out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks again for listening in to another edition of Brightcast by Shipwright along with my partner, Holly. Uh, We hope you enjoyed this episode, special episode, uh, obviously a very personal episode, uh, but I think it also speaks to when you're having your wedding, uh, give yourself a break and uh, start the planning early, but take the pressure off yourself because otherwise it'll drive you crazy. And at the end of the day, If you've done your planning and you can just go with the flow, you're going to have a great day. It's going to be something you'll never forget. So thanks again for being here. If you're enjoying the podcast, uh, tell your friends. Uh, We sure appreciate uh, all of your support and welcome aboard.